This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Donna and Steve on my talk. Okay, so I went looking around for this documentary yesterday because I thought it was already out. Right. Um, the one with Demi Lovato. Um, was it called Dancing with the Devil? That I believe. Sounds correct. Well, it turns out it's not going to be out until the twenty sixth. But I think I was seeing the same headline that you were. Oh man! And it's- what a what a tough headline to read we will warn you this but the the documentary as you said called dancing with the devil um it premiered last night at the south by southwest Mm. film festival um and here's a shocking revelation that we haven't heard before uh demi lovato was raped by her drug dealer the night of her overdose this was after he got her high with heroin laced with fentanyl oh my god she said quote when they found me i was naked blue i was literally left for dead after he took advantage of me i was literally discarded and abandoned which is just it's just so it's so tough to think about that happening to anyone happening to her and then you know, remember when the headline came out that you know Demi Lovato rushed to the hospital and yep. were tracking that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, just to think that this was like hiding behind the headline mm-hmm. you know what I mean like the fact that she is able to come back be so open mm-hmm. about what her struggles have been and what has happened to her and live to talk about it is unbelievable yeah this is going to be a very raw documentary it seems i it's just it's so sad to see that people who who seem on the outside to have it all together at times are struggling so hard with such serious matters Mm -hmm. like this to think of her doing heroin that would never cross my mind. Right. And the fact that she's talking about it, I think is going to do a lot of good for a lot of people who are hiding things. You know, I was watching that Go-Go's documentary, and um, uh, which I believe is on Hulu. Uh, it could be, you know, Showtime, the extension. But anyway, there was a similar story where I'm watching this, and it comes out that one of the girls was struggling with heroin and how you become a liar you know, and because you're trying to hide it from everybody. And they're like, we didn't understand why Charlotte, I think it was Charlotte, why 
she was kind of she didn't want to do the things that we were doing with us. She would like kind of disappear. And the fact that that woman lived to tell about that is like a gift. Yeah. You know, you know, I think of the I think of the young women who will watch this documentary and. And I mean, young, young ladies, you know, like teens, tweens, mm-hmm. teens. Um, if, if they watch this documentary, especially teens who could be caught up in drugs or fill in a, another sort of mm-hmm. addictive, destructive behavior, um, to hear it coming from her and for it to really be stripped raw to the point of like, this is how ugly it gets. This is how awful it was right. for me. Yeah. Hopefully would have a real sobering, inspiring. Yes. Takeaway. I'm hoping she's going to do really good things with this because if you recall before concerts, she was holding these um, mental health seminars for women. Um, Now she's talking about this. She's talked about unfiltered photos of her on Instagram and cellulite and how everybody has it. And, you know, we all are in this together if we stop with the glamorizing everything right yep you know i i think it's great that that she's doing that and hopefully she will come come out on the other side of all this terrible stuff yeah there's a phrase called uh toxic positivity and there's a there's a podcast episode brene brown has a podcast and she recently had someone on talking about toxic positivity Mm. i saw that in passing on social media um, so I haven't listened to the podcast yet, but I really uh, am looking forward to hearing it because it is such a, it's, it's not a healthy thing. We all, I just talked to somebody yesterday who said, yeah, I don't ever go on Facebook because I just realized it makes me feel bad. Yeah. And what an honest thing to admit to. Mm-hmm. And, and that's because it's not actually because your life is worse than the other person on your feed or people on your feed. Mm-hmm. Um, it, but it's because you're you're thinking that it is you're tricked into it must be and you then see this stuff not realizing they in fact have just as much boring time on a saturday afternoon as you do i mean talk about highly edited and and some people go on and the toxic positivity comes under posting as though you're being real Mm -hmm. but always with this drive toward it's all good instead of ever sharing just a broken post just to be broken right um and i understand i do appreciate the idea of having a gathering place to celebrate things to celebrate the good we have enough crap just look around read enough there's enough crap that you can read about and see that it's really great to have an antidote to that, which is celebrating the good things. But just like in that documentary, The Social Dilemma, mm-hmm. they talk about things start good, but they have morphed into something different, not not necessarily because of intent, but because of anecdotally, this is what we're seeing is happening to people who are looking at social media all the time and are running the comparison of, wow, they're on vacation there. Is that their living yes, room? Yes, yes. Fill in the blank. Yes, they're perfect family. Exactly. And, and, you know, and everybody knows someone who talks uh, or, or showcases something different. And then when you see them talking about the same thing that they posted about, have you ever had this? You see a really cool picture of the weekend activity and you're like, oh my gosh, it looked like so much fun. And they're like, 
yeah, it sucks. And it was, here's why, and this was so frustrating. But it's like a cute picture. It's better to put that picture out and be like, it was sort of a sucky day at times, you know, and there were other really great moments and we're just going to choose to focus on the fun that we had. But man, there was a lot of stress, but that's yeah. rarely the case. Well, and so many people like it blows my mind how many people are so addicted to social media. Like mm-hmm. when I'm on my phone at night, it never occurs to me. I know I realize I'm an anomaly, but it never occurs to me to go look on Facebook mm-hmm. or Instagram. I'm like playing a game or reading emails or getting work done. And the number of people that you try to like sit and watch a TV show with or have a family get together and you're just like, look around the room. Every person is on their phone. That's funny you say that. I took a picture of my entire family at dinner while we were out on vacation last week. Yeah. And of the six of us at the table, me and my mom, the rest of them, all everybody else was sitting on their phones, just heads in their phones. And yeah. I'm like, can we just have it? Can you just put them down? That like- happened at Project Down and Dirty, too. I took a picture of everybody on their phones while waiting for their turn to do something. And I'm like, put the phone down. Put the phone down. I took a picture of them, too. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I know. We need to do some kind of experiment where we leave our phones at home, even just for 24 hours. You know, don't pick it up. Yeah. And pick it up, yeah. And pick it up.